Next I just came to the conclusion that I be going to different states to do shit. I love it. Like work wise. I think you need to take vacations while you're there. Too. I'm going to Cancun. My mom paid for I it. She, my mom told me she was. My sister told me today. She was like, "Are you ready for our trip?" And I was like, "Did mommy pay for it?" And she was like, "Yeah, girl, she already paid for it." So we out. All inclusive resort Cancun. When I was trying to like throughout the week, remember you told me about like the Jamaica trip and it being cheap mm-hmm. and stuff, and I was just like, "Oh yeah." So I went to the website. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, it's cheaper to go to Cancun. And then you told me about Cancun, and I was like, fuck, she's not trying to go there twice. No, I'm, I'm, I'm willing I know to you go would there twice. Be fine. And shout but out I'm to, listen, saying. I'm giving everybody flowers with the pot, right? Shout out to Jasmine from Sincere Getaways because that's what we found the trip yes. through. So shout out to her for being an amazing travel agent. She's actually doing a giveaway on her page. By the time this comes out, the giveaway will probably be over, but that's beside the point. Make sure you follow her, mm-hmm. um, Sincere Travels. And then she also has a pod called Travel Fly Sexy, yes. I believe. Um, so check out her and her co-host. I don't remember her co-host name, but shout out to them because they've actually made the idea of like international travel sound a lot less expensive, right? For sure. Because we see them do it. And I'm like, how the fuck are Especially you if affording are this? Definitely like if people are for sure booking through them. Yeah. I know I'm gonna see other black people for sure. A hundred percent. I'm okay with that. that. Yeah. And um shout out to and I know this might sound like Dick Eaton, but I don't care. Shout out to Lauren Lionel. And I say that because our editing style for the first couple episodes was a lot like similar to what they were doing. And just in general, like black independent pods, it really takes a lot to to do this. Right. And I think yes. when you see two other successful black people doing it, whether it be male or female, we've also been to their live shows. Their, their yeah, we've been supporting them sure. before this show. So I won't say that it was a huge inspira- inspiration because we've been potting before then. Before. Yeah. But, but the as, style, as far as marketing and shit, other people's style. I always go back to them. Yes. And I'd be like... Because it's successful. It shows you that... Yeah. And it, not to sound crazy, but when you put really in enough effort... white people, because they could have got it from somebody white, and exactly. I, would, I would never know, because I don't really be watching them like that. But to see the, them put in the effort that they've put in as far as consistency is concerned, yes. and not really worried about like the aesthetics and shit around it, and still remaining themselves, knowing that they've been successful in that, like being featured in magazines, I feel like a lot of our... Um, aspirations as far as accomplishments sure. are concerned are a lot similar. So to see somebody doing it and already be successful behind they are it, a slight goalposts for sure. And having started this pod, especially to like collaborate, I, like I said, we're not trying to dicky. It's just I would like to collaborate with a lot of different um, black podcasts for sure. Not like, yeah, not just them like in the in this area. So like DC, Virginia, Maryland, Philly, Jersey, Philly. and I'm, there's pods that we don't even know about. So like, if y'all want to collaborate, definitely let us know because we will hop in a car and be out. I don't mind. Hopping she, in car. I just, first of all, so now I'm giving you your flowers with the pot because you have been the most consistent, like traveling buddy for me. In the like, time that I've known you, I you've just, just always like been down. House. Yes. But you've <laughs> always been down to be like, you want to share the driving or like, do you need money for gas? You know, like it's so easy to travel with you. And I'm just thankful to have you no as a friend and as a travel buddy. I just growing up, yeah. me and my aunt would go to the Eastern shore a lot. Okay. And of course I wasn't old enough to drive, mm-hmm. but she taught me a lot about like passenger etiquette. Yeah. Stay, <laughs> stay up. Yeah. Change the music. Yeah. Fix the whatever. You will grab side. a snack from the back for sure. Yeah. Yes. You are and great. it's like, and like driving kind of along with other people too. Yeah. It's like now with driving with people that smoke, I just be like, so I need to roll up something like, or you need this, like you yeah. need low hydration. You yeah. Know? So yeah. No, I appreciate That's you. Different. 100%.
<laughs> ready to get into it? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Jaded and Evolving Podcast. What it do? I am your hostess, Christian. I have to really get used to saying it. Why? Follow me at D E M C H A K R A S because I'm so used to going by them chakras, like on anything. And then people are going to be like, Miss Dem Chakras, and you're going to be like, Who? The fuck? Who is this woman? Even before you, I feel like you would be like, Why do you feel like that's even a name? Yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> like, I, that's weird. It it became an uh, like an alias for mm-hmm. me. It started as a username, but it became an alias when people could not remember that my name was Christian. Mm-hmm. So I like attending um, events. Shout out to Nicole who throws the um, podcast awards. She the last time we went was 2019. She's then stopped since then. But um, when I walked into every room, I wasn't Christian to those people. I was them chakras. Yeah. So I just kind of went with it, and it's always been a thing like partnering with other people, even like when they email me. Slowly moving. It you is moving from this part. This part. It's, what is it doing? It's like I scooting down to my teeth. The this needs to be tighter. Oh, so you this. gotta like make sure that's twisted. Yeah. All right, but and then, then the big dial. No. Yeah. This yeah. One. That. You want me to lower yes. it? No. Lift it a little. Nope. Yeah. There we go. She's. This is it why. Was like she's tech savvy. Down a little bit. She's tech savvy. If I'm you not. need to move it up, that's fine. No, I need to move it. This, there we yeah. go. That's perfect. See, this is why you're the techie, and I'm just the entertainment. I'm just here. It's the ADHD. I'm just here. Um, to, I'm here to sell tickets. Shake a little ass. We, oh my God. All right, before we get started, before we get started, first, I mean, introduce yourself. <laughs> we everywhere. I am Natasha. I have to show you this ghetto ass Natasha soul underscore. I sounded so congested. Underscore. Underscore. You sound like one of the badass kids. You got games on your phone? You got games. I got videos like that in my phone <laughs> where I'm like asking this man, like, you got games on your phone? What you playing? You doing poker? That's the devil sport. <laughs> I don't know how to play. Look at this ghetto ass Airbnb. That's. This is our Airbnb for Atlanta. I literally texted Brittany back. I was like, I said, ski. Fucking who? I don't know. It looked like you were fucking there. I hope, listen, all I'm hoping is that my friends Somebody get some dick that weekend <laughs> and then I can sit and watch. That's all I care about. I just trying to be a good friend. I, you know I'm into the voyeurism exhibition I'm over here. But anyway, yes, yeah. I am Natasha. <laughs> you can follow me at Natasha Soul underscore on Instagram and of course threads. I don't put anything on there. I just like reposting people's stuff like I do on Instagram because she said you'll never find that twitter you'll never find it welcome to the pussy episode you gotta share that finsta with me i thought about that shit i didn't think about it i'm gonna share it before we leave today um shout out to the (laughs) shout out to uh the pussy episode are we naming this the pussy episode the vagina episode the vajaj let's be politically correct let's get right into it what word do you prefer when speaking about your vagina Coochie. Coochie. I like coochie. Shout out to Juice. I got that from, um, I used to watch this pod called, uh, mm, oh my God, it's slipping <laughs> from my brain. It was a grown folks podcast. Sex oh. with strangers. Sex with strangers, a grown folks podcast. Shout out to Juicy and Jackson. Um, all have like gone off, gone on to do other things. They were potting for a while, mm-hmm. very successful when I first started my podcast career. But they all do like separate things now, still within like entertainment. Sure. I love all of them, but Juice calls it a coochie. So shout out to Juice. I've been calling, I've started it, calling since it a little that a little bit since coochie. you. It, like the guava, 
the guava um sodas. Mm-hmm. Her the jaritos. Mm. Yeah. Pussy. It tastes just like pussy. I'm gonna get you one. It tastes just like pussy. When you when you put it in your mouth, you go, that's pussy. It is. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um I am a coochie person myself. The journey what's the journey been like with your I'm going listen, I'm done with asking these fucking interview questions. Let's let's talk about it. Did you ever talk? <laughs> did you ever talk about your vagina? Like how did you become aware that your pussy was, I don't want to say good, <laughs> but how did you become aware of the fact that like this thing is utilized for more than just like peeing and bleeding and sex? Like, how did you find the like power, I guess, behind your vagina? Okay, Cause I was about to say, if you talking about like it being a like sexual tool, I mean um, that too, but in, that that was so I guess in young. general. Because you know? I've been through some trauma. Yeah. But past that. Yeah. Okay. I don't even so, remember that shit. So, I mean, no, from but. from both perspectives, because I feel like, I feel like every black woman or every little black girl goes through the traumatic experience with her vagina, whether it be her cycle, you know, trigger warning, sexual assault, mm-hmm. things of that nature. But we also have that moment of empowerment at some point in our life. Mm-hmm. And it's not always positive. Sometimes that's deeply rooted in trauma, but I think the relationship, having a relationship with your, your vagina is really important. So, when did you, I guess, learn the importance of your pussy is probably the better question. Um, the importance of it, I learned it through others, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, growing up. Yeah, elaborate on that. My... <laughs> what? I, I am so This is about to be so, like, normal. Okay. And you're about to be like, oh. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Before I had a period Mm -hmm. and my mom and dad were still married and my older sister was still in the house, Mm -hmm. when my dad wasn't in the house, of course, everybody peed with the door open. Oh, So I would see my mom like put a tampon in Mm -hmm. or figure, do her period stuff. Yeah. Never saw any blood because I wasn't looking that close, but I would just see her with the tampon and I'd be like. Like digging in there. Not even digging in there. I would just see her like pull the tampon out and I'd be like. Oh, and then drop it. Yeah. (laughs) So later on in middle school when my period finally came on, I was just like How old oh, were you? This is a thing. Probably eleven. I was eleven too. Yeah. Yep, when I got my first period, I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when you learned like the the existence. The the, yeah. So like when did you learn like the importance of your pussy specifically? It was a little bit before that probably. Because a little bit before you were eleven, yeah. you are a wise woman. Oh, trigger warning! Mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't remember, but I was molested at daycare. Wow! So I don't remember any of that. Yeah, but I do attribute me being a more sexual being. Okay, to that that hypersexual. Yes. Yeah. So. On TV late night when you would have like the TV on and stuff, mm-hmm. like random stuff would come on and yeah. I would just be watching it and like I would turn it off with my parents. Like I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching this yeah. random ass people booties and bulges out and shit it, on the TV. Really though? Because I, I really think that sex like, is so people, normal. No, because I was like people are naked. I think it's, it's normal. Not I started because I was on that same kind of like path. I'm, I'm very thankful. And I know that it's not the story of every black woman. I'm very thankful that I've never gone through, you know, sexual assault or molestation. Thank, you know, I'm very thankful for that, but I'm not, 
I don't discredit anybody's experience or, you not. know, think about that. It's not important. Yeah. I, I was a sexual person like, mm-hmm. or like a sexual child, mm-hmm. but out of curiosity. Yeah. So like I saw, you know, like when we got a click back from each channel, yeah. it was because they were naked. Like, yeah. why are you sticking your thing, thing in, in this lady? And why mm-hmm. is she making these faces? Right. Like, what is this? Yeah. And then over time I found myself, getting warm on the inside, mm-hmm. not knowing that it was arous- arousal, mm-hmm. but I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. I think by, and then maybe a couple years after that, I, I lost my virginity at 13, but I didn't start masturbating until I was maybe like, well, no, cause I think I started masturbating around the time I was like eight, kind of like scooching back yeah. and forth, but actually masturbating, understanding that like I was trying to reach an orgasm. Mm-hmm. I was probably like 14. Cause I had my first orgasm very young. Same. Like very young, didn't know what it was, didn't know why I was feeling that way, but well, yeah, the hunching as they like to yeah. call it, and <laughs> I feel like I told you this story. My mom had the back massager. No, wait, what? Had the you know back the, in the, the days the big old back massager yeah. with the two thingies mm-hmm. on it, and like for some reason I was like I put my hand on I was like, yeah, I don't want to take this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was probably still around like. 11 12 when i did that because yeah they were divorced by then yeah. so yeah i was like 11 12 when i would stay with my mom over the weekend and she would still be going to work and shit so yeah. why am i even coming over your house the I love amount you. of masturbating i love you but you definitely left me in that house, house by myself but and you there know was what? a lot of exploration going on that's crazy that time. because growing up right like my aunt <laughs> i'm gonna get ready to tell on myself my great aunt, I used to stay with her on the weekends, and the guy that I was when dating you say at the time, great aunt, my great aunt, yeah, woman. yeah, but she's she, not so you know she's like sixty two now, so she's really not all that old, okay. like you know. But she's she would, she would go to like birthday old. parties and shit, and leave me and mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time in the house together. We would be fucking, you hear me, like hunching, like real life. Still having my shirt on and shit, cause you know not fully confident Aww. in my body, but would be down that bitch stinking you hear me like i've been i didn't have sex i didn't have vaginal sex intercourse mm-hmm. until after i graduated high school really yeah i was just getting hit Shout one of my exes you. one of my exes was upset and i found this out from one of his friends he was just like yeah he went back to such and such because he said that you wasn't trying to give him your virginity. And I was just like, we never had that fucking conversation. So I don't know where the fuck Bro. that came from. But if he had a problem because we tried and yeah. it didn't work, I was just like, this shit hurts. Yo. I lost my virginity on top. That's my favorite position ever since then. Really? It's, yeah. I, I be, lost I my be, virginity. I be riding that dirt. Period. I lost my virginity like laying down, but most no, of the sex was on top. I remember having like my legs straddled over mm-hmm. the recliner, kind of mm-hmm. like on some Juno mm-hmm. shit, and just riding it <laughs> for like for a while. I too. think it's also because I have a um, my uterus leans back, mm-hmm. so that's like a more like comfortable. I, get it, yeah. I think I have to get. I know I have to go back to my gynecologist because I have endometriosis. I have to get checked every couple of years, okay. but I honestly believe that there is something about my like uterus or my pelvis that is different because when I'm fucked on an angle, it feels feels way better. Like, and I know this, 
every partner you've had sex with or just I don't know I know that my partner now has always just been really aware of my of my body Mm -hmm. so like body cues to Mm -hmm. him are important Mm -hmm. he be fucking to that left and it just start like gushing back and he's like that's I, I got her I'm in there I was only gonna say that because I'm just like maybe his no I've dealt with guys with like curved penises guys with a little like shit to the side I don't know if it's just like his stroke or what but it's just this maybe he'd be better when he just like that with the one leg up with the leg up and just hand on frontal that's a side know your pussy (laughs) like you gotta know I honestly got I have such a good relationship with my vagina that like whether I'm doing it myself or whether I'm doing it you know like with my partner I'm gonna get there. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm gonna get there. I have such a good relationship with my vagina. I just believe because over time. First of all, shout out to my family, right? Because the women in my family are very big on pussy in general. Like it's power between them legs, girl, and you need to know not like how to use mm-hmm. it, but to know that it. yes, because men that's probably one of the first things they want so you have to know how to harness the power of your pussy Mm -hmm. without actually utilizing Mm -hmm. your pussy so like my grandma was real big on like the art of not necessarily like seduction but that Mm -hmm. damsel in distress type of thing my aunt very much getting to the money and feeling the power behind her pussy like the power of birth you know through your Mm -hmm. vagina was something that like my aunt and i talked about and it wasn't this holistic conversation it wasn't like oh this is beautiful Mm -hmm. you know majestic thing it was like girl listen this how you use your i'm from west baltimore like we ain't having no majestic conversation. We used yeah. to be at cookouts and shit, like close your ears, but you can still hear, mm-hmm. you know? And as I got older, the conversations would happen. And when I got pregnant really young, it was a conversation that my grandmom had with me in a room with a lot of like the older women in my family. Oh, and I'm really ready. thankful for that. Yes. I'm very, th- and it's a very dysfunctional community nonetheless, of but course. I'm really thankful for the fact that I have women who surround me that have common fucking sense. Yeah. And who have a very good identity of self. Like, I know for sure that there are things that I don't necessarily agree with what they do. But because they're so sure of themselves and who they are as people and who they are, you know, like regarding themselves, that any action that they take, they stand on. Mm -hmm. So I really am proud of the fact that in developing a, a relationship with my vagina, it was normalized. Like when I got my first period, we had a party. Like I had a cake, a little Yeah, it was a, it was a. I mean, it wasn't a big party, but mm-hmm. my mom got me a cake. I was due to stay it the was night. A rite of passage. I was due to stay the night over at my cousin's house for her birthday party that weekend, and I remember I had choir rehearsal because I was still going mm-hmm. to church at the time. And my mom took me to choir rehearsal and let my cousin know she was like, "Hey, you know, like Christian will be there this weekend." But she did start a cycle, and she made it such a comfortable thing mm-hmm. for me. Like, you know, if you want to use the bathroom, you know that every other girl is using, that's fine. But if you need to use the bathroom in our mm-hmm. room or the bathroom in the hallway, that's fine mm-hmm. too. You know, let me know if you mess up your underwear because my first actual cycle I hid my underwear my very first cycle although I knew what a cycle was Mm -hmm. for some reason it just really didn't register so I was like free bleeding almost and then just like hiding my underwear and my mom found them and she was freaked out because she was like oh my god somebody is is like touching yeah touching my child but then I was like no mommy like it happened for like three days and she was like Christian you got your period And it was just the whole thing. And then I had to, like, learn how to put, um... I didn't learn how to put a tampon. Yeah, no, I saw. I why? looked over. I was like, why? is that the name why? that I think it is? Because he owned you six. That's nev- never in heaven or of, hell. That's that's he- what it is for a lot of guys, I feel like. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's okay. He think he got a chance in hell and he don't. But anyway, I did not have that type of experience. I came on my period... I lived with my dad at the time. My period came on. 
thank God that I have a dad that has was just around yes, women all yes. the time. But my mom did come over. She was just like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I don't really remember it that much, which makes me feel like there's some type of trauma behind it. it yeah, probably. Probably because it's just like, what the fuck is, like, mm-hmm. I know what it is, but it's just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, and it wasn't really, I didn't really have that big, like, your pussy is power type mm-hmm. of talk. Because I'm the youngest, so my mom was just like, I'd rather on the masturbate than have sex. And I'm just like, well, yeah, okay. what does that mean? And then later on down the line, my mom, my aunt, yeah, she was the one that was just like, when you find the one, and was she wrong? The one. Was she wrong? I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. Was she in all wrong? Honesty, with having sex, I don't feel like I've still found my power. Yeah. with it. Because I was faking it for the longest time. Like, I, I mean, I had of a, course, at yeah. 18 or 17, 17 going on 18, of course I'm faking it. Like, yeah. the fuck you think this is? I don't even know. Like, I'm just here to please you. Like, that's what it was when I was giving I it. I can understand like, that. When I was giving the niggas that I was, like, Fuck in it. relationships with. It was a, almost with. like a people pleaser hey, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. So, like, and you was giving me it, and I was coming off of that, and you yeah. was coming off of that, and blah, 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 blah. But, so we rocking. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, you came, like. Yeah, I think. But now, my, as of late, I'm just like my first partner I'm not was thinking. actually a very. He had already lost his virginity, mm-hmm. which I feel like was a big help. Mm-hmm. But he also, I've dealt with some very, like I don't want to say I don't know if intellectual is the right word, mm-hmm. but I believe how, like some people just wise beyond their years, mm-hmm. and there was just this thing about him where I was trying a lot of shit really young, mm-hmm. like. I was like 17 making sex tapes. I was multiple positions, having sex in the shower, being tied up, like all these different things really young. And he really did help. Now at the same time, was he a little like, when I say predatory, I don't mean in like a, like a, he was older than me because he wasn't, we oh, were okay. the same age, but I mean, he predatory like, in, oh, a, like in her so innocence, yep. in her innocence, I can experiment with her yes. and she has very little, very little limits or reserves because she really loves me. So let Mm -hmm. me bank on that. Mm -hmm. Never abusive. Never Mm -hmm. like, like it was, if I told him no, it it was no, it was always consensual, but there were things that I, in my personal opinion, why am I like 16 doing this? Yeah. Like it would be times where we would be like fucking all day. And then like smoking blunts afterwards, taking showers together. And like, I'm cooking. Why are we playing house? We're 16. That's exactly why I got pregnant. So fucking early. Like, we used to be fucking all day. Like, his mom wouldn't be home. I would go up there. We would fuck all day. My aunt's not home. He would come to the house, fuck all day. Like, we would fuck all day long. All day. I think I really, and I learned the power of that because he would, like, make me aware of things. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel that? Like, you mm-hmm. do you feel like what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And it, I think that's why I'm so big on, like, words of affirmation now. We're just, like, mm-hmm. talking in general during sex. Like, it takes me somewhere else because my mind is stimulated. And I've, I've always been that, like, needing to be stimulated mentally person to even be remotely engaged or even mm-hmm. feel like the conversation's worth having with any fucking body about anything. But sexually, it was bought on very fucking young. And I, I've just been rocking with it. I feel like that's how it was when I had a friends with benefits. Yeah. I wasn't cooking for the nigga, mm-hmm. but we were like really in that element of we are friends. Yeah. And we just here to have a good time together. Yeah. We were literally like after 
we would have sex. Like, we would watch TV, yeah. chill, watch, eat, whatever, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then we would fuck again, watch TV, and then I'd be like, all right, my mom getting off. I feel like it has a lot like, to do with to the, the sex, bus. though. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, but again, because in my mind, I also think about the conversations that I had with like the women in my family before mm-hmm. these instances where it's like, if a man really likes you, he'll do this, this and this, mm-hmm. you know, like it's past pussy. It's past, you know, the fact mm-hmm. that so you're fucking him. Fucking him is just like the benefit. It's yeah. something he gets the benefit from. I, I really believe that I learned that like early on because a lot of it, like, yeah, we would spend a lot of time together, but a lot of the benefit was, I really like your pussy. So mm-hmm. like, I will hang out with you and all fucking day long. Yeah, if I have to, if it means that I get to dig up in them guts, mm-hmm. like, and I was with it because yeah. part of me, like being plus size at the time, I wasn't like stylish. My self-esteem was low. I also yeah. was attributing that to like, I really, and don't get me wrong to this day. Like we don't talk. We're not cool. We're mm-hmm. cordial because I mean, we have no reason to talk, but we, we've known of each other this entire time. No, me and my friends with benefits is still cool. Like we, I can text them right now. Like we don't have each other's number or anything like that, but, but I'm not trying to fuck him no yeah, it's, he got a whole daughter. He like, has, I'm, this I'm, man has a family. Like, like he's married with kids. Like he's good. But I know for sure that a, a lot of our dynamic growing up was, my self-esteem being yeah, low for sure. and i don't think like i said i don't ever think he was predatory about it i just think that when you're young and a male you're he's just gonna like, do what benefits you allowing me to do this and so i'm gonna rock I with it about this and she's up for it so why not that's why i don't feel like i like i know sometimes women are like you feel like, i feel like i'm owed an apology behind that i don't feel like i mean you that because part of that was on me like i yeah. said he was never predatory it was always consensual yeah. i just feel like in an early a very early age i just learned a lot about like sexuality and Mm -hmm. sensuality and that like felonious that really like feline feeling Mm -hmm. that like that lioness Mm -hmm. really early on and i really feel like it has a lot to do with him because i was fucking him from the time i was 15 all the way through college like until i like until we both stopped attending college in our sophomore year and then we were fucking after the fact and then i met my partner who i'm you know like that's my partner now we're we're together we have a kid and everything is that the nigga that had that girl give you the yeah same same nigga same nigga we the amount of (laughs) toxicity and like problematic shit that happened between him and i honest to god had a lot to do with how good the dick was Oh, how course. good the sex was you're not about to go through all that if but we like, were also really good to thing. each other that's what i'm saying like yeah. if, the, if there's something that's truly off like there has to be yeah. like i think there's like three or two points to mm-hmm. it like you said y'all had a good time together the sex was great yeah and they were like a decent person in general i just if, if one of those is off it's kind of like a this is really toxic and yeah. i have to you would have probably got out of it sooner like this nigga is a it just baffles me like why was i doing this at 17 sex is great or he's a great person but the sex not good and i can still have yeah or it's like one of when it's like not not balanced it's just like it's easier to let go of it quick i just don't know why i was doing this shit so young because you were young i i just sometimes i just feel like i was going through adult situations at a very young age for no fucking reason because of my (laughs) pussy because of my pussy because of my pussy. Like, thinking with my pussy, leading the with my pussy, like... Be leading you down. Just like their dicks. Be leading them down some really Thinking with strange... my pussy has never gotten me in trouble because I've never cheated. I'm not the cheating type. Like, yeah. I don't have it in me to cheat. I'm very Nobody afraid. time for that. I don't really, like, 
when I think about diseases, that too, and how people really don't be wanting to like thinking about guys and how thinking about how they really don't be wanting to put nothing yeah. on. It's just like you're fucking gross. I also just think about, and even if you do, it's kind of like a now I gotta get used to this other guy. And dealing with one is enough. I don't know. I thought about it from an aspect of Outside it was more emotional. It was more emotional for me. Like I've been cheated on before. I did not like the way that felt. Same. So I just I never want to return that to somebody. Like right. that soul like my soul was crushed. My feelings were really hurt. For sure. So I don't I don't ever want to deliver that type of pain to a person, which mm-hmm. is more so the reason why I've never cheated. Like in my whole phase. I was getting it. I really was thinking with my pussy. Like, I was swiping on Tinder, like, he look like a good fuck. He look like a good fuck. He look like a good fuck. And if I got to know you well enough, like, to the point where I felt like, God forbid anything happened, I could track this shit back to you, Mm -hmm. I was giving you my pussy. I was giving that shit up. Like a soup kitchen. You get some pussy. You get some pussy. You get some pussy. And I realized the lack of discernment that I was having because I started to get so many, not like yeast infections, but just discomfort from using condoms. Mm -hmm. After having a partner for like eight years and going raw that entire time, Mm -hmm. and then you move on to having sex frequently with not necessarily like different people. It's it was like a different substance. guy, like every couple months. It's but with yes, with a con. Oh, my, my vagina was so uncomfortable. Never again. That's why. That's another reason why I can't cheat. Like yes, I'm terrified of disease. But the feeling of your pussy about to fall off. That's a scary. Your lips swelling. Just the discomfort when you pee, knowing it's not chlamydia, but it's an allergic reaction. That shit is terrifying. And I listen to my pussy more than I listen to any other part of my body. So when she purring, I'm going for it, you know? That's where the root is. Baby. It's going to tell you when you're out of place, out of whack. I used to just feel at home. Unsafe. I used to feel so safe. Like, the dick is the safest place for me to be. On it, around it, in it. Just, I needed to be by it. Listen, sometimes when you you fucking back, you just feel like, I'm in that shit. Like, he can feel me in his hole. Like, in his hole. I'm fucking him right now. That's how my pussy be. Like, my pussy is such a beautiful place to be. Not that anybody, you know, like, outside of the people that I fuck, whatever. It's a really good place to be. I'm just saying. It's like home in there. So, like, when you get it, you're like, I don't ever want to leave you. is like Southern Comfort. No, my pussy, fuck a Southern Comfort. My pussy is home. My pussy is like you sign the papers on real estate. Southern Comfort. No, it's not Southern. That's where people go to brown. It's like a it's like a brownstone in New York. Like, because you, like, people, they frequent it and they look at it and they're like, this is a really nice house. Because, like, I'll go get waxes and shit. So they like, she, she really takes a really good care of the outside of her home. But only certain I bet you it's, ex- I bet you it's pricey as fucking there. And then you get inside, I can't even afford this. Gentrified. That's, brownstone. it's very gentrified, gentrified brownstone pussy. I prompt, that is the name of this Gentrified brownstone pussy. I promise you, it's a good time in here. It's a really good time. Gentrified. I feel like mine is a good time, but I'm still at that point where I'm still trying to get out of. What would you like? Yeah. I don't know. It's. I, sometimes I literally. <laughs> you about to say something wild? You about to say something wild? Sometimes I feel like I'm on the verge of being asexual because I be like. Okay, break, explain it to me. What is that? What is asexuality? I'm trying to... Like, I'm not, like, sexually, like... Aroused? Aroused by anything. Not even, like, intelligence? Intelligence is always sexy. I don't even feel like that should be 
on not like a sapiosexual type of thing. You're more of a you like listen. It ain't really too much you could do to get this wheel cranking. Do you? So do you think that's like? I, I mean, it is, but is it suppression? I'm still trying to figure. Yes, I'm still trying to figure that out. Do you feel like if be, when I have an emotional tie with somebody, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so it, you may be a sapiosexual to the point where I'm just like, I really have to like, like it has to be more than looks. You can and never I have a whole like phase. Talked, yeah about this before it has to be more than looks because the minute you say something dumb as hell out like we say dumb stuff all the time yeah. but once you like once really you talk yourself out the pussy dumb yeah. shit, i be like yeah now i'm no longer not only am i not turned on but there's not a chance in hell of me ever giving this to you like not even in the long run that's what my pussy be looking like it just close up cold shop <laughs> the cold sign is outside like, not even away at lunch we just shut down for the day we have been technical difficulties tech tech get yeah, that that feeling I don't know nothing about it. You, I told you, I, I fucked that man I met at the gas station that night. If you listen, listen, I feel like that. Like you I, feel like it. I I acted on it. I'm because we've also talked about how I'm emotional. So I just yeah. be like, I feel like I'm gonna get attached. I'm emotionless. I was like, thanks. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna leave. And I know that I could push that to the side because I've had a friends with benefits before. So I'm just like, you can I think there's a difference though between a friends with benefits and a not even a one night stand. So I don't know oh, what like you call I'm not it. Even friends with this nigga. I'm just, no, I'm I know kidding. you. Like you're a fuck buddy. You're somebody who I fuck. You're not even a buddy. We don't sit here and have conversations Shop after man. this. I text you because it's 11:30 and I'm horny, and I say you up, and you say yeah. I slide through. I take my pants off. We fuck. I put my pants back on. I'm like, all right. I will see you next time. Yeah, no. That's that's honest to God. That is how I got through my whole phase. I was on a run. Like it was very easy for me to get in and get out. Honestly, I think I was so jaded. I was very hurt from my previous relationship that I was on this almost like a villain. I was on tour. Like I just was on this villainous tour of, and I was, and it wasn't like I was giving like bare minimum pussy. I was giving that shit. I was giving it all. I got, I was riding dick, letting them pull my hair, letting them talk to me crazy, slap me around, like all types of shit. And I was really I very like much I enjoying it. That, but I didn't want to fuck with no niggas. So it was just like. I just laughed afterwards. Like we could have a. I had some wild ass nights. And I would literally put my pants on afterwards. And be like alright I see you. And he like the fuck is wrong with you. Like where's your heart? It's gone. It's cold. You would do this shit to me. Yeah. That, and, and so I, and honestly. I think that after going through what I went through in my relationship at the Eight time. Years. I think that I was just trying to get my lick back. Sure. I do. I think a lot of that. I, I don't believe that. Although my whole face was entertaining, and I won't say that it wasn't fun, I could have done without everybody that I accumulated during my whole face. There was nothing about any of those niggas that was remotely like father worthy, partner worthy, none of it. There was not, not none of them niggas sorry to you if you, not sorry, Sorry but like if you hear this, you just, it wasn't special. It wasn't worth it. None of these niggas was worth it. And none of these niggas was worth my pussy. None of these niggas worth the time, the effort. And like I said, like whether I was sucking dick, riding dick, whatever the case may be, I was doing it because I really wanted to do it. I wanted to fuck. I wanted to be there. And I wanted to fuck these niggas' lives up. Like I was riding dick in ways that I hadn't written dick in my relationship. She like really. Put this foot behind my... To the point where niggas was texting me the next morning like, good morning. And I'm like, the fuck are you texting me for? Like you, you know what this is. You know that this is just an eleven thirty at night type of thing. At one point, I had to tell somebody that like he had planned a whole night. Like 
bought flowers and all kinds of shit. And when I got there, I was like, what do you think this is? Like got to the hotel room. Like, what, what are you doing? Oh, I just want to do something nice for you. Take this shit down. Like, I didn't tell him that. Like, t- but I was just like, oh, okay, you thanks. You turned it off afterwards. Yeah, because, because, again. No, I talked to him afterwards because oh. he was paying my cell phone bill. But it was about, that was it. Once, once my partner and I got back together, even before then, maybe like two, cause I, I hadn't fucked anybody maybe 90 days before him and I got back together because I wanted to make sure that this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So even at a point him and I weren't fucking, mm-hmm. it was just like, I don't like any of you niggas. I don't like y'all. My pussy don't even really like you just a body. You just dick. And that's all they were. It wasn't. It wasn't worth it. And I just, I could have done without the mouse. You know, like I could have done without, I just could have done without. But because I was thinking with my pussy, it was just, it was, they were someone to do. And I'm not ashamed of it at all. I don't have any shame behind it or any type of embarrassment or anything like that. I just, honest to God, believe that. And I feel like every woman goes through it. That was the exploration that I needed because I also learned like what I liked, what I didn't like, what I liked about men, what I didn't like about men, what I liked about my body, what I didn't like. Cause you know, there were still things that I was self-conscious about, mm-hmm. but in that moment, I just kind of cleared my mind and rocked with it because I'm here. Like this is what I, this is what I signed up for. Again, I, I've never been through the situation of like, Oh, you're not trying to give me this pussy. Like I'm gonna take it. None. I've never been through right. that. Every time that I've put myself in those situations, I've been the upper hand and I've milked it. And maybe I owe some of them niggas an apology. I don't know. Maybe they felt like this bitch really taking advantage of my body right now. Like you said it before, like I was milking niggas. Oh, I was, I was, I know some niggas out here right now who be punching the fucking air when they see my picture. Like I hate this fat bitch, this big back bitch. She ruined my life. Oh, he, this is a problem. And I, I think this is just dick riding. Yeah, I think it's just like dick rock. Cause what are you doing? Cause we want to come up. That's you all it is. Up. That's all it is. I'm gonna say you. It's a, it's you a cl- wanna come up. But it's a clout chase for what reason? When you have your own reputation, don't you don't need me. I don't get it at all. You don't. That's weird to me. I can't wait to show my boyfriend when I get home. The fuck is wrong with you? What non-sexual experiences please you? When somebody takes interest in the things that I like. <laughs> okay. So like, what's like, one of those things? Like, what, what is the situation, if you can recall one, or if you have, like, this ideal thing, because we all are a little bit delusional, mm-hmm. where you're like, in the event that this happened, or because this happened, I immediately gave up the games. Immediately. Even if it sounds really shallow. I feel like I'm a simple-ass mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I agree. I am. So it's like anything that has to do with like dates, plan something. Yeah. As a, as a, as the as opposite a thought sex. Out. Yeah. As, a as thought the out. opposite sex. Yeah. Plan something. And I'm going to give it up. I'm going to bust it wide. Period. Fuck you open. ain't seen Cause nothing. Cause I ain't yet. never. What's your magic? I've only had that maybe like a couple times and I'm just like. Yeah. 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 No, I get. I think I. I think the acts of service is a thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like I think, my. Main I think for women in general, is touch. Oh, in general, that's it then a oh, good ass hug. You know, you know the hugs a that get me. Good ass hug. You know the hugs that get me. When like, I ain't seen somebody in a long time, and they that, just be like, and they like give they come a little. In the back, that, or if you come from behind me, and like, like so sometimes. <laughs> I'm excited. 
did it. She said, well, my little... <laughs> One of those like bear hugs, and I feel like encased in your warmth, That's and it. I just feel it's so curtains. protected. It's curtains. It's the protection part, probably, but also like the you know what it you is. You are genuinely you know what it is sharing this moment and with it's me. Not, and you care about me, you, and it's you it's not care about me because what the fuck? Like you ain't letting up. Like I'm like maybe like letting you go and you still you still oh, you know what it God, is why do you want to hold me like and this? i know it's not that's why it, it's bro. not a sexual route but <laughs> yes. because we because we grew up with dads yes. that's what it is because listen yeah for any any woman it, i'm getting kind of it, philosophical it right weird when you any woman like who that, has grown up with a dad in her life when you feel it is a different a man it's a oh the way the way that a man is provides Sigmund Freudish. Like, I'm sorry. Ooh, I'm listen. sorry. That's very awkward. But no, it's it's but that's honest. It's, it's real. true. It's a philosophical it's, it's true and as psychological I, thing. Like, once you had some a male figure in your life that protected you at all costs and cared, cared, cared about you and provided you can't even for talk. you. Can't <laughs> <laughs> even it for, for you. Listen, and you get that from somebody that's not your dad. I'm never leaving. That's how like, I knew. That's- when I tell you I knew my man was my man, my car broke down, right? I had this 07. <laughs> my battery was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And we weren't even together at the time. This is the time we were separated or broken up. I was at work. My car was fucked up. And he was like, um, I'm out I'm out front. He called my phone like, I'm out front putting the battery in your car. Oh. Replacing the battery. I came outside. And he gave me this, like, little, like, letter or whatever. And he was like, I replaced the battery in your car. Something, something, something. Like, had, like wasn't much money or no shit like that. It was just, like, all How the shit he had done. He popped the trunk. Listen. Because he, he had he had my spare key. key. Oh, my, okay. This is my oh, baby father. Man. Like, he, he You got, said this before y'all got back together? He still... When I tell you my baby father was my best he friend, was, he was there. My too. boyfriend, my baby, he's my baby father, my boyfriend, my everything. Like, when I tell you he's my nigga without being my nigga, even when he wasn't my nigga, yes. Absolutely. 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 He would, he has changed the battery in my car. One time, my fucking windshield wipers stopped working right on my vehicle. Had just picked our kid up from school. He was, even if it's days where this nigga don't even be off. He was like, like, hop in my car, you drive my car back, and I'm going to drive your car to the house. It's raining, and my windshield wipers wasn't working. He made it back to the house before me. Parked my shit just fine, went to the store, got the shit, literally replaced it, realized that part didn't work, and put my car in the shop and paid $800 for the motor, only for me to turn around a month later and buy a car. I'm every time to, to her man. Every time, thank you to, to my man. man. Listen to her man. Every fucking time, if man. you there's no man, there's no man outside of my partner, and my dad, dad <laughs> and my grandfather's that has ever prime example. Total, totally left, but prime example of why I had the one night stand that I did because the tire was flat. We pulled in to get air before we went to dinner. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers stopped and was like, we got you. Kitty was like, if he wanted tonight, he's getting it. And he came correct the entire time. So that's what I'm saying. Like, 
Okay, let me not say out of everybody in my whole video, that's the one body, and that's the one night stand. That's unfortunate. We never talked after that. But that's the one body where I honestly felt like it was because of his provision that I was like, I could get his pussy up because they didn't have to stop. It wasn't like they were like following us or no shit like that. They were already at the gas station. We pulled in. We already giggling because we was high. Like, it, we making noise. Like, yeah. we let music loud. But when they pulled up in front of us, it wasn't no weird shit. They ain't hop out the car. Like, fuck your dumb ass door. Most Baltimore niggas. It wasn't that. When he hopped out the car, he was like, yo, it's raining. Get in the car. I got you. And that's when he got out of the car. His homeboy is the one who helped my homegirl out. Oh, but when he, the guy that I slept with got out of the car, he was like, why you ain't help your homegirl? And I was like, because somebody got to read the, you know, like the little air shit. And he was like, we got you, yo. Like, get in the car. And after they finished, it came over to the side of the car. And he was just so correct. Like, the way that he approached it was like, what y'all doing after this? Bye, bye, bye. Put my number in your phone. And when he was texting me, it's not like, oh, I'm going to see your little sexy ass later. It was like, you know, how's dinner going? And I, you know, like, it was just. He was like, because I'm trying to It was a different. And it literally. and. Here I go at the end of the, the fucking dinner. I'm texting him like, you know, like, hey, y'all busy? He like, no, nah, if you want to slide through, like, here the address. We were too eager to get there because of the provision. It, because she grew up with a dad. So we in the car talking about, like, these niggas hopped out. And, like, it, that's how you know, one, the bar is in hell. But two. No. <clears throat> <laughs> the point of all this is come correct. Come correct. Come correct. It don't take much. Come correct. And I know a lot of guys be like, well, it's like I can't even talk to women because you're the nigga that we don't want to talk to. Because any nigga that really comes correct and knows how to fucking approach is not the guy on Instagram, Twitter, or any of that shit talking about some, these women don't want to. Bitch, read a book, bitch. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a bitch ass nigga worrying about some goddamn, oh, cause she don't want me to approach her like that and da 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 da. And but I gotta most do men all of know this. the approach. That's what confuses me. A man, and I think that's the difference. I can't say like between men and boys, whatever. You fuck listening? That. But the, a real man, a real man, one doesn't have game, right? He's not sitting at home thinking like, how, I just how I'm gonna approach women. It's so normal for him. To just be like, hey, my name is. You're a friendly ass nigga. You in the you, <laughs> you, yeah, you in the store. You, you see she's struggling with the waters. Me. You helping her with the water. You see her pumping the gas. Let me help you with that. You see her walk. You see her walking towards a door, and you, you open, open it and you hold it, and then she gets to the second door, and you go, "Don't touch that." I got all the time. I I love to hear it. Don't put your fucking hand on that door. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Cause I don't have to think. I don't have to think. I don't have to try to survive in this space because I know I can turn my brain off for a second because you got me. That's the best fucking feeling That's in the world. Thing. That's why I'm riding dick. Worry about ass first because you got this. Ass first. You treating me like a queen. What is ass Niggas, first? Niggas, because I'm listen. I'm greeting you with the ass like listen i'm riding dick reverse, reverse cowgirl? cowgirl but the butt cheeks are spread wide open and all you see is asshole that's how we doing it that's how we that's because you deserve it you provide the least i can do men are a good man is and i hate to use that term but a good man is so simple fuck him feed him and love him that's it true and they will do everything else they have no problem with working 50 Three million hours in a fucking week to provide for their household because it's always a hot meal. That pussy always hot and ready, like a little Caesar's pizza. And he, you've taken the, you've taken the need for him to think about certain shit out of the matter. So mm-hmm. all he got to do is go to Rick, and he knows it's a hot meal. When he get home, mm-hmm. he good. He know that when he get home, that pussy is disease free, and he can hit that raw, bust up in it if he want. Like 
he men clean. are so fucking simple. They're so simple. That's why All when women say like when women say I can't find a good man, I'm like, you're just not a good woman. You're doing too much. You can't be. It's not hard. And when I say you're not a good woman, it's not to say that you probably don't have all the attributes you need to be a great woman. You're looking for love in the wrong fucking spaces because the niggas that you're attracted to are not attracted to you. And that's usually how it goes and vice versa. Those same men who want a good woman because they're good men Mm -hmm. find the most jaded fucking individuals and they they start rocking with them because they are too busy trying to find somebody to nurture or to care for. Not I. I'm not. mm -mm, This not build a bitch. Not over here. I'm not saying like that, but it's just like we're all in a at the end of the day trying to love i'm not that was never you my intention already, you already found but from love. the from the jump i never thought and again that's my low self-esteem i never thought i would ever be in a relationship i knew that i was always a good person mm-hmm. i always knew i never intended to lose my virginity and it was deeply rooted in low self-esteem never thought anybody would ever want to have sex with me anybody would want to date me anybody would want to look at me i had acne growing up i was weird i had like a vitamin d deficiency so i'm always fucking tired like it was, just, it, was it was little things about me the way i wore my hair i was such so a tomboy you didn't love nobody I, because I, of that? I didn't want to. It's just like, I was so turned off by myself. Because like I was turned mm. off by myself. So it was like, if I don't like me, how can I expect you to like me? And I was always so affirmed growing up that I don't know why my self-esteem was so low. I really don't know. I don't know if it was the, because being fat was so like cliche back. I mean, it's still to the, to this day a fucking problem for everybody. God but I've grown to not give a fuck. Back then I really gave a fuck about how people saw me and I've always dated smaller men. My partner is smaller than me. Like that's how I was always been. When I saw him, I was like, hey, very tiny man. Really very tiny man. And be hmm. busting these walls down. Like a war on a great wall of China. You hear me? I love it for you. I live for it this morning. I'm not even gonna tell you, but we'll talk about that off. It's a very wet he situation. Be them walls down. Baby, like a construction site. You hear me? And I love it for you. Them old To her man. Thank, Thank you, you to, to my man. man. Listen, and I don't care if you get tired of hearing it. You're going to always hear it because it's going to always be him. So don't know what to tell you. What turns you off? What blocks your sacral chakra? <laughs> when niggas be stinking. Yeah, I don't like Like if I'm like, hygiene. I'm hot and ready like a season, little season. And you stink. And then I smell something. I'll be like. I don't like the assumption that you're going to get the pussy. Even in a relationship, like sometimes we be. I'm only talking about. Well, no, I'm not only talking about in a relationship. If you stink before I even fucking take my clothes off, what the fuck? I'm gonna be like, hi. I don't like mm, it. Have a nice night. Mm-mm. Keep it moving. But in a relationship, I think because acts of service has moved up a little mm-hmm. bit in my love languages. If I ask you to do something and you don't do it. The way that I, not the way that I want you to no, do it. No, you got, you got it. No, I know, I know no. the way, and I know exactly what you mean. In the time frame, yes. It's if the I tell you, can frame. you do this? Because and you wait when you yep. ask me to do stuff, it's and I be with the quickness it's with immediate. it, and you slow drag, and I watch. I'm not watching your every move, but I know your, you know, your daily agenda. Don't walk when you past come what I ask you to do either. It's right there, and you it's walk not right past. Throw this shit at you, bro. Now, I just do it. I'd be like, no, don't even worry about it. No, I I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, I'm not about to keep repeating myself, but I'm also not about to do it for you okay. because I've done that shit too many times, and I'm not your fucking mother. Do you use puss, not, no pussy no. as kind of like a consequence? No, okay. I don't. 
I used to throw that shit back even with the dirty dishes. I know some women who use. I don't. I know some married women too who use not giving up pussy as a consequence. Not because I'm afraid that you're going to get it from somewhere else, but it's just like because I want to have sex too. Like, why am I. Why am I making myself I don't know. Sometimes I'd be so fucking agitated at the fact as though he didn't do something that, like, he'd be on top of me. And I'd be like, look at that fucking peasy head. Like, <laughs> all the fuck I actually do is to clean the cat litter and you just giving it to you. Just in these fucking guts, cat litter still dirty. I, I hope you get the cat litter after you finish. No, because that's what I'm talking about, the power of the pussy. Why he fucking me? I'd be like, can you please get the cat litter? Like, when you done digging in these guts, daddy, can you get the cat litter? And he'd be like, I got you, baby. And then do it. Right and it's now. done. Simple yes, thing. That's how he get me to cook sometimes. Digging I'm in sure the guts. Those be the best meals. I'll be downstairs making that shit with love. Till he get popped <laughs> by bacon grease. Cooking in the kitchen. I be whipping that shit. <laughs> what turns you off? What what fucks up your sacral? Assumption that you're gonna get the pussy, oh, okay. relationship or not, just that <laughs> that eagerness. Oh, when I come in the house, I'm yeah, I don't like an eager fuck. You like you taking my clothes. I I don't know Why what it is about people touching me. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to be touched, don't fucking touch me. And like, if I'm not, first of all, I'm very sensitive in like my nipple area. So Same. you can't d- just walk up to me and pinch my nipple in a time where I wasn't due irritated. to be aroused because now I'm irritated. Like it's done the opposite. It's like, done the total is opposite. Off, on, this off is an button, invasion of my privacy. And in all honesty, if I was in the mood and you did it, you then I'd it be like, okay, yep. cool. But, then you but if you, if I'm like already like, like you gotta. Sometimes I bump my nipple across the. My nipples are huge. So like sometimes I like sweep past the door or something and get pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I get pissed off. Sensory overload. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a sensory overload, and I hate the way it feels. I hate the way it feels. I am disgusted by the way it feels. I know for a fact that I have ADHD. I was about to say, I didn't want to attribute it to the ADHD. No, I know for sure. But a lot of people with ADHD or autism, autism, ADHD. ADHD. We got ADHD. That's what we got. I want to get... um, Checked for autism next, but because I'm like, I I'm trying to my get social cues really don't be on. I be like, I also want to get checked because I heard there's some checks behind this shit. Why you ain't tell me? I already got my diagnosis. I need some disability checks. You can get oh, a disability okay. check for being on the spectrum, and all you got to do is be on the spectrum. You ain't got to be like nonverbal oh, or. They will give you, I think it's like $273 a month. If you didn't know that now, you know, check your local state laws and talk to your social security department about um, what type of benefits do you qualify for. They give you accommodations at work. You like, get a handi- you, you get a handicap sticker, a permanent handicap sticker. If you need a sit to stand desk, yep. if you need one of those bouncy chairs, all types of ergonomics, like different type of stuff, I do need to get one of those um, different type of mice. Not mm-hmm. the one that go like this, the but like have your head yep. like, that. like that. Because yeah. my wrist, how am I working IT and I can't fix shit because my wrist hurt? Not you got carpal tunnel. It's like that though. But if you didn't know that, that was a weird, odd sidebar. However, yes, you can. That's what you come here for. If you for the little tips and for the gyms, get you some fucking um, get you yeah. a check. You ready Talk to get to more the about the sacral chakra. Uh, I feel like that's really um. 
If y'all didn't know, first of all, hi, y'all. She's them I am a <laughs> chakra practitioner. So <laughs> what does that mean? So a chakra practitioner is somebody who is almost like a Reiki therapist. If you guys don't know what a Reiki is, they deal with the seven energy points of the body. So it starts in what is called um like the section between your anus and your vagina is your first chakra, all the way up to the crown of your head, which is your seventh. Um so yeah, there's seven energy points in the body. Your sixth chakra is your sacral chakra, which is if you take your fingers and you put them below your navel, that's where your sacral chakra is. That's your pleasure point. So your pleasures, your desires, your creativity, your youth, all of those different things. Um, that's your sacral chakra area. So if you find yourself not being creative or not having any creative energy, and it's not saying that you, energy. yeah, you don't have to podcast, but people who like to color or even being outside of nature is a form of creativity, right? Creating things with your hands, your mind, music, whatever. Um, that's your sacral chakra, your inner child, that's your sacral, you know, eating ice cream in the middle of the day, just little things to entertain that part of you is your sacral chakra. That is also your pleasure zone. So like sexuality, desires, um, masturbation through, I mean, manifestation through masturbation, all those things happen in your sacral chakra. So if you find yourself hypersexual or hypo, which means a delay in, uh, I would definitely recommend that you do some type of therapy, whether it be talking to an actual therapist about maybe trauma or things that you've experienced with your sacral chakra um, or, you know, your sexuality in general, um, especially my people in the LGBTQIA community. There are things that are, you know, have probably been suppressed, especially my transgendered, you know, family and folks. That is a huge chakra. Um, it's a huge impression on your sacral chakra. So talking to somebody, talking to your doctor, women who are getting constant BV yeast infections. That's a sacral chakra thing. Um, people who have no pleasure points, right? No desires don't get turned on at all. That's a sacral chakra thing. Um, there's questions and things that, you know, are created for these moments. Do some shadow work behind it. Follow me again, D E M C H A K R E S. I host events, you know, simply dealing with chakras. If you guys have questions, definitely, you know, let me know. Um, one of the best books to read to talk about your sacral chakra is Chakras for Healing. It's on Amazon. Shout out to whoever the fuck wrote it. It's a very simple book, very remedial, very colorful. It teaches you about crystal stones, exercises, meditations, all that shit. But it is a very like baseline, simple chakra for dummies type of book. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I highly recommend, like if you find yourself always fucking like every time you turn around it's like I gotta fuck something whether it be yourself whatever get that checked out if you find that you're just not turned on at all by anything and I don't mean and necessarily because of a medication it's life in general is whooping your ass you need to check in on why that's happening because it has something to do with something because those damn SSRIs will fuck your will shit up will fuck your shit up 110% women when on I birth control shits, I was yo like, Women on birth control, get that shit checked out. Mm -hmm. um, women who have just recently had babies. My men with erectile dysfunction, it is a sacral chakra issue. It's a sacral chakra issue. It's your root chakra. If you broke, and I, I mean that with the most love, yeah, like if you don't have no chakra. fucking money, it's your root chakra. Because that's the protection. But if you find yourself with like a erectile dysfunction, like you're just not turned on by people anymore, like women don't excite you, really deal with like your pleasure points, your desires, the things that turn you on and off and figure out why all the partners you're choosing are just not doing it for you. So that's my little chakra What's tangent. What's the difference between a chakra practitioner and a Reiki practitioner? Most Reiki therapists deal with energy transfer. So like mm -hmm. transmuting the energy so in order to heal it. I, I have a Reiki certification. I don't like doing Reiki because I'm an empathetic person. So mm -hmm. even so in feeling it, it and sometimes in having conversation afterwards, when people tell me about their trauma, I'd really be sad as fuck. Aww. 
like very Same. concerned for my like they call them patients very concerned for my patients and just all of that which is why i don't use it i've done maybe like one or two mm-hmm. sessions with people and i'm like this is heavy as fuck mm-hmm. my mom wanted me to do it for her but like knowing the things oh, that she's Jesus. been through i'm not doing that like yeah. being your daughter the, the shit i'm about to take on no Angie be having to take breaks too yeah for, i just i can't see myself doing it as a chakra practitioner you're just more so an educator so you know about your chakras but you're not really touching on people people can tell you like oh i'm having this problem you're like mm-hmm. oh it's this chakra so just being more of an enthusiast if you would like to get reiki hit up uh sacred space be more mm-hmm. we'll put her um, information in right contact here. with angie mm-hmm. she is a bomb ass reiki practitioner mm-hmm. and she said if you feel bad because you fell asleep on the table one or two times that's what they like mm-hmm. because they are they are you they are able to move your energy around energy easier around when you sleep easier because you're not like restraining or like hesitant within your own self. and if angie's books are booked because she is also a business owner yeah. um check out maureen at misan wellness or misan wellness she's mm. amazing she's my massage therapist mm. but she has a lot of holistic she do like the chakra massage i don't know if she does them anymore but she was doing them when she was up in Catonsville. Her office has recently moved, but I swear by her. I need to go to her for one of those. The I way that she rub on you, I'd be like, mm. I listened to a podcast and the massage therapist, she talked about all the chakras mm-hmm. and, you know, if you're feeling like this or if you've been through this, then this is why your neck hurts yep. or this, that, and the third. And I was like, I need to get the fuck up in there. I know that with my anxiety, I shift my weight up. more to one side and I stick my neck out like this when I'm standing still. Yeah. And it's just something that I've noticed over time. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with it. There are like different exercises and things that I'm using, but my sacral chakra has never really been like a thing. I knew that I was having a sacral chakra issue during my whole phase when <laughs> shit just was going awry. And like, like pound town, my, pound town. and I was so tired of it. I was like, I don't want to go to pound town anymore. I want to stay out of the zip code. I don't like this. I don't like pound town. Pound town feels pound horrible. Town, just let pound I was doing my best to not be there anymore, but that's why I stopped fucking after a while. Cause I was just like, I'm, I'm getting tired of this feeling. It just doesn't feel good. I say all that to say, you ready to get into them topics? <laughs> How long have we been recording? Girl, I don't know. Rock out. Sometimes they deserve a longer episode. Y'all like it long. You like it long? I think an hour and a half. You like it? <laughs> How about okay? We end this episode and then get into the topics in the next one. Okay, this like you want this to be a whole separate episode? Yep. I think it's enough. I think it's enough, and we can chip into our other little list that we got. That'll work. All right. So you just listen to jaded and evolving i hope you enjoyed yourself um if you were triggered by you know the triggering stuff like the truly triggering stuff we are not here to trigger you under any circumstances we're just here to tell our truths if you were triggered because i called you a bitch-ass nigga seek out bitch-ass nigga i don't seek out if the shoe fit get it in both colors because i've learned to not take so much on from like what people be saying and shit i'd be like if you're offended by some but i really don't but if you're offended by somebody else's projections that means that there's some truth to it so in that i don't never get upset when people be fat phobic on uh the internet i'd be like okay this big bag still get bent over so i don't know nothing about that i don't know nothing about nathan you hoes ain't talking about me 
Nathaniards. 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 Make sure you follow us on social media, Jaded Evolving or Jaded and Evolving. It's all right here. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> Natasha, that was fucking hilarious. You never seen the TikTok where he was like, he said, I can't stand when a hoe be talking shit and I can't get to her because you hoes don't be talking about Nathaniards. <laughs> You hold them to talk about Nathan. Girl, he is my favorite. Is that when they were doing the they going Shanann once they going? No, 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 no. This is, is recent because oh, he's the same shit. person that be like, "What y'all hoes in here talk about? Y'all hoes ain't talk about nothing." I'm just thinking here. <laughs> he's my my favorite. Shout out to him. Um, my yes, between him, follow her at and you can follow me at Natasha Soul underscore. You can follow us at all our different places at jaded evolving or jaded and evolving just look at the links it's in there i'm a i'm a i'm a edit the fuck out of this bitch per but i hope y'all have a great rest of your week